taking the time off to say, this is Sunday, I need to be in church. God bless you for that. And now I need you to listen fully. Don't let my accent fool you or discourage you. Don't let whatever, anything is not with your children even distract you. If you are with your husband or with your child, honey, this is the time for us to honor God. So please, and sit down. Don't be browsing. Your, your, you have half attention here, half attention here. But what we are talking about, the subject we are talking about, it is to expose such bad behaviors. God wants everything now from you. Throughout the whole week, you have had your own time. Today is Sunday, a day that we've said is our Sabbath. A day where we will rest and a day that we will come before God and do nothing. You know the Jews, up to now, on Fridays, Friday to Saturday, even to cook in the house, they don't do it. That's how much they honor. That is how much they honor. Honor God. And they don't know Jesus Christ, but they do it. How much more you, who has got the spirit of grace, you think because of grace you can do foolishness and go away. No, that it, he is called he is called the spirit of grace. Therefore, when he is really upon you or in you, he gives you the grace to fulfill the laws. And the laws, and the laws, uh, Jesus has summarized the laws. But somebody went to him and said, Master, what are the greatest commandments? Jesus said something. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That's the first and most important commandment. Then the second one he said, love your neighbor as yourself. So these are laws. These are to honor. You don't really have a choice. It's a law. Whether you believe in it or not, it doesn't matter. Whether you practice it or not, it doesn't matter. But it is a law. And one day you will give an account. Why? You did not. Participate. But Jesus himself said, Honor the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. So this this morning, this afternoon, what I want to share with you is, is on um, is, is on it, I've, I've titled it Come and Let Us Reason. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. God wants us to reason. God wants us to reason. And he wants us to reason because the way you are disregarding this law of honor, it, it, calls for, it, it calls for concern. And God is concerned about it. And as a good God, you know, he had everywhere. He said, in fact, he said he was going to what? He was going to what? Remove his head from us, protect him from us. We cried unto him, said, now come, let us reason. Come, let us talk. Come, let us what? Let us, let us reason. And how are we coming? We are coming not with our shoulders raised up, but we are coming in humility. We are coming, in, and we are going to talk about that, that a bit more. We are coming in humility. We are coming in what? Humility. So, Isaiah chapter, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 8. Somebody should read it for me. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Come now, and let us reason together. Say Jehovah, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Amen. They shall be as what? Wool. White. 
So God is saying that, yes, we have some issues. And what are those issues? Is the issue of dishonor. The issue of dishonor. Because, look, many of us are dishonoring. Maybe you don't understand the term honor. You need to understand the term honor carefully. Honor means you are holding someone, whether it's a deity, whether it is a human being, whether it's an institution like a church, whatever it is, there are some things that you must hold in high esteem. Regard it. You should, you should regard it. It's a law. Because we are not, although we are all human beings, there are some things and there are some things in your life that you must begin to see that, no, I must humble myself when concerning these people. And you know, you know why God really uh, wants us to honor? Because honor is a way of you keeping yourself humble. Anybody that cannot honor is a very proud, a very arrogant person. You cannot honor the people that God says you should honor. It means you are proud. And so honor is a form of humbling yourself. Humbling yourself. But just like prayer, some, some things all prayer can do, but some things it must be prayer and fasting. So to honor properly, we must come with humility. We must come with, and the humility that God is expecting is, is, must come in the form of afflicting our souls. That's fasting. Afflicting our souls. So God says, come let us reason. Come let us reason. Come let us reason. Salvation clearly, God is saying, come, let us reason. He wants to have a communication with us. And what he is saying to us is that, even though we have dishonored, and I want to show you how, how we have been dishonoring. How we have been dishonoring. If you look at, your, if you look at the scripture carefully, in Malachi, Malachi chapter 1, you will see that the people of God were asking, but how? How have we been dishonoring God? How You say we have been dishonoring, but how have we been dishonoring? How have we been dishonoring? Well, let me show you. Let me show you. Malachi chapter 1. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 9. Read it for me. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 9. A son under his father, and a servant his master. If then I am a father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my fear? Say Jehovah of hosts unto him, O priest, that despise my name. And ye say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Yet offer polluted bread upon my altar. And ye say, Wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, The table of Jehovah is contemptible. And when ye offer the blind to, for sacrifice, it is not evil, and why ye offer the lame and sick? Is it not evil? Present it now unto the governor. Will he be pleased with thee, or will he be acceptable to the people? Say Jehovah of hosts, verse 9. And now I pray you, entreat the favor of God, that ye may be gracious unto us. It had been by, our, by your means. Will he accept any of your blessings? Amen. All right. So, what is God saying? He said, a son honors his father and a servant his master. So, this is one of the relationships. There are many relationships, but this one, God is single this one out. A son honors his father and a servant his master. 
And he's asking, where is my honor? God is asking you, where is my honor? You say you honor God. Some of you think you honor God, but you don't really honor God. And he's telling them that you have despised my name by offering defiled food. Defiled food on altar. This is this this they were giving food that was even they, they were the same thing that they give to idols. That is what they were bringing to God. And God was not happy with them. Defiled food. Food that is unclean. Things that idols, the things that they give to idols is the same thing that they were giving to God. And God said he's not, he's not happy. He's not happy about it. And so, he says that we have been offering what? Blind as a sacrifice. What we are giving to God is not enough. What we are giving to God, what we are bringing to God is not enough. It's not enough. We are bringing things that we will not even give to a human. He said, he said, he said if you give it, offer it to your governor, would you, be, would you be pleased? Meaning that governors, people in authority, your bosses in the workplace, and there are certain people that you must give honor to them. And one of the ways to show honor is by giving. And he said that if you give this for you and I, we are not talking about money here right now. What we are talking about is in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. The sacrifice that you must bring. You don't need, in, in this time, you don't need to go and bring the sacrifice of a goat or a bull or a cow. But what God is requiring from you is a sacrifice of your body, of your life. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Read it. 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Ye present your bodies. Ye present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy acceptable uh -huh. unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to holy this. and acceptable unto God, God, which is what? Your, your reasonable service. And Amen. So God is saying to you and I, God is saying to you and I that there is a sacrifice that you must bring. But you are bringing it lame because you are not giving yourself wholly. Some of you come, but you don't bring your whole self. You don't bring your whole body. You don't give yourself wholly. They have say, give yourself wholly, but you don't do that. What you are doing, you are giving yourself to idols. Anything that becomes more important to God, uh, to you more than God, is an idol. Some of you, your jobs have become your idols. This is a month we are reminding you of the truth. Look, honor is not something you have an option. That is what we are trying to tell you. It is something you must do. Because Jesus said in those two statements, honor them. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart. All your soul with all your mind, and then love thy neighbor as yourself. In these two things, all relationships, vertical relationships and horizontal relationships, they are what? They are established. And honor is that thing that brings life to a relationship. Any relationship that honor is not in, there is no life in that relationship. You check. Check. Any relationship that even maybe there might be honor in it in the beginning, but somewhere along the line, they become familiar like the people of Capenium. 
Jesus went there. Mark chapter 6. Jesus went there. They became too familiar. They started dishonoring. And yet this was God walking in their midst. And they did not. They did not honor him. So maybe you don't know what honor really is. Or maybe you don't understand honor properly. I want to quickly go over with you. Because honor, when we talk about honor, you say, okay, so how do I honor? How do I honor? Maybe you don't know. Honor comes in different forms and in different levels. So let me show you something. There, there are stages of honor. What is known as the stages of honor. So let me show you something quickly. Let me show you something quickly. Mark. Let me show you something quickly. In, in 2 Kings, in 2 Kings, that is where the first principle of honor is taken from. The first principle of honor. The first principle of honor is, you see, when you say you hold somebody in high esteem, that is honor. But how do you practically do that? I want to show you. Can I show you? I want to show you. Because some of you say honor, honor, honor. It's like an abstract thing that you cannot really comprehend. So let me make it very practical for you. Then check your life. Put the word of God, examine your life, examine your faith, and see, am I really honoring as God wants? This is not man. I don't, I'm not the one that is the author of honoring. God himself is the one that honor, that, that says you should honor. And in fact, honor is the is a law in heaven and on earth. And that's why when Satan, when he was Lucifer, when he chose to dishonor God, he was cast out quickly. He was cast out quickly. So Satan is the father of dishonor. And God is the father. The Holy Ghost is the father of what? Honoring. Jesus always. He was always honoring God. Every time you hear him speak, he says, just as my father has done this. And when you pray, say, my father in heaven. Always mentioning Mentioning and acknowledging. So the first law of honor, practically, if you honor somebody, practically, what will be seen is that you acknowledge the presence of that person in your life. Or that institution, if the church, you honor it, but you honor your church by acknowledging that this is my church. You honor God by acknowledging God in your life. You acknowledge the Holy Ghost by, by what? By acknowledging the presence of the anointing of God, even upon anointed people in your, in your life. So, honor, the first level of honor, the least you can do to honor somebody is to acknowledge the person's presence. Now, I want to ask you, do you acknowledge the presence of your church? Do you acknowledge the presence of your pastor? Do you acknowledge the presence of God in your life? Do you acknowledge the presence of the people that God wants you to honor? Because they are, they are, I know off my head that there are some people, although we are all human beings, there are some people that you must honor. Number one is God the Father. Number two is the Lord Jesus Christ. Number three, Holy Ghost. You must honor him. How do you honor the Holy Ghost? By honoring those whom he has anointed. How do you honor Jesus Christ? By honoring those whom Jesus has sent. How do you honor the Father? By, by honoring the Father even on your lips and acknowledging His presence. So in Samuel, in Samuel 2.30, he says, if you honor, those who honor, I will also, that is the Father speaking, those who honor, I will also honor. But those who despise me, which is the opposite of what? 
Despisement is the opposite of honor. If you don't honor somebody, automatically you are despising the person. There is no middle ground. It's either you honor or you despise. And to despise means that you don't respect the person, you don't acknowledge the person, is there nothing before you, you know, you don't respect the person. Yeah. You don't respect the person at all. So, honor is both in heaven and here. You want to be, you want to go to heaven and you don't want to practice honor here. Which heaven do you want to go to? You tell me. And honor is not originating from man. It will originate from God. So, for, for me, for, from the scriptures, we have learned, you honor the Father, you honor the Son, you honor the Holy Ghost, you honor the prophets that God has sent to you, you honor your pastor, you honor your mother and your father, every kind of spiritual father, every kind of father God has sent to you, you must honor them, your biological father, your spiritual father, your father, your father in Christ, which is the person that led you to Jesus Christ. Your spiritual father is the one that is training you in the things of God. It can be the same person or it can be a different person. Your substitute father, which is maybe your biological father died or your biological father didn't take care of you. But somebody has become a father figure for you. You must honor that person as if he's your father. You must honor them. Your father-in-law, you must honor them. All kinds of fathers, all kinds. Of, you must honor this. That's what the Bible says that. Obey your children. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. In the Lord. For this is right. So all these people that I have mentioned, they are examples of people that you must honor. But you see, when it comes to people like your pastor, then it can't, it go, or your prophet, or who God, whom, whom God has set over your life. And this is where people begin to have problems. You see, when we talk about honor, Many people are happy to say, okay, honor your father, Mother's Day, Father's Day. They don't have a problem with that. But when you talk about spiritual parents, honoring those who have been set above you, seeing them just like you see your biological parents as people, even more than your biological parents. Because what pastors are doing, your biological parents cannot do. Your biological parents might have done up to a bit. They took you to school. You are finished school. You are in university. But the problems, or you are finished university, you are working. The problems you are facing now, your biological mother can't help you. Can he help you? Can she help you? Your biological father cannot help you. Can she help you? No, 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 no. It is your pastor that is helping you now. What your mother taught you or sent you to Sunday school to learn, now somebody else has taken over and is pushing you forward in the things of God. And that person must be even more important to you. Because... This person is your pastor, is your spiritual father or mother, and is doing things to help you so that you make heaven. But this is where many people have problems because it's spiritual father and mother, they have problems. Some people don't even want to accept them, the concept of spiritual father and spiritual mother. They say, oh, no, 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 no. But look at Jesus. He was a man fully. But always when he's talking, he said, my father in heaven, my father in heaven, my father in heaven. Jesus honored also men. He honored John the Baptist. He was God, but he humbled himself and said, let me come so that you baptize me. I know, ah, and let me come so that we will fulfill all righteousness. He honored John the Baptist as a senior minister. It was John the Baptist, in the ministry of John the Baptist, that ushered Jesus Christ. He had a spiritual father. If you don't know, 
I am telling you. I am telling you. So you must honor, especially your spiritual parents. Who are your spiritual? Let me give you a definition of spiritual parents. A spiritual father is someone. Paul even said it. Paul said that you have many instructors, but you don't have many what fathers in Christ. I said, in Christ, I have become a father to you. So a spiritual father is somebody that has has what is a source of your your nourishment, your growing up. Your is it by a prophet he brought them out and by a, a prophet he took them in. So it, somebody that has been set over your life, and you need to accept this. Even though we are all human beings, there are some that have been lifted up in a certain way that you must see them also in that way. People don't have problems when we say this is President So So, President Obama. You are happy to honor them. You are happy to coach them. Some of you, you don't even coach your pastors. You don't have anything about your church. You don't have any. You don't acknowledge anything about about these people, because why I'm stressing upon the spiritual fathers is that they are more doing much more than any can. Your spiritual father, your father in Christ is the person, or mother in Christ is the person that spoke the message to you, preached you, so that you became born again. It could be your pastor. It could be your spiritual father as well. Your spiritual father is the one that brings you up in training. In the things of God. Then we have a father in ministry. Who is a father in ministry? Somebody that now, through him, God ushers you into an office. Say, like that of a deacon. Say, that, that, that of a pastor. You are now in ministry. You are an usher. You are something in the church. That person that gave you that opportunity is a father in ministry. But many people don't respect that. You give them that opportunity. You appoint them. They become proud, arrogant, and very foolish. Very foolish. Are you hearing me, somebody? So, you need to understand what we are talking about. I'm just giving you an example of people that you must honor. There are so many. That is why Jesus, our Lord, said, honor God, or vertical, and then others, vertical, and horizontal relationships. And I'm mentioning the people to you. I'm mentioning the people to you. And we are making emphasis on, on your pastors. Because most pastors are spiritual fathers. Most pastors are spiritual fathers. Or even father in Christ. Or father in ministry. Most pastors. And what does the Bible say? He said, give them double honor. Find that scripture. He said, give them double honor. That means you can honor. He said, children, obey your parents in the Lord. Honor your parents in the Lord. He didn't say give them double. But when it came to spiritual parents, pastors, he said, give them double honor. Double honor. Double honor. Please read it for me. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders uh-huh. who well be counted worthy of double honor. Especially. Be counted worthy of what? Double honor. Be counted worthy of double honor. honor. So you, you must you must even give them more honor. That's why I'm stressing on it. Because that is also the place that Satan has made sure that they don't even get any honor at all. They don't get any honor at all. Like Jesus Christ in Mark chapter 6, they didn't give him any honor at all. And this honoring starts with familiarity and over familiarity. That is how this honor starts. When you think you know, when you think you know, that is when this honor starts. Are you hearing me? So, 
Stages of honor. Let me talk about stages of honor before I talk about this honor. Stages of honor. Levels of honor. First step. Your, your pastors that they are saying give them double honor. You must, the least you can do is first thing, acknowledge their presence in your life. Such a person, you hold them in high esteem. So if such a person, you see a missed call from such a person, you must quickly acknowledge it and call back and say, this is an important person. It's an important call that has come to me. Don't sit down there and treat it as if it is normal person. You say you honor, you honor, but I'm showing you, you don't honor really. You don't honor really. If you go for an interview and they tell you we will call you, you are expecting the phone call. Any call that comes, you see the number, this is a very important call. Even if you are at work, you find time to go and receive the call in the toilet. Because an important call has come. You are acknowledging and honoring that, that, that call. Many of you have become very rude. Rude and disobedient. You don't even acknowledge your text, the text message your pastors are sending you. Who are they? What are they? Why are they disturbing me? We are disturbing you. Sister, take it easy. Sister, take it easy. This is why God is saying these are the sins that we are coming with. According to Malachi, he said we are coming with lame and we are coming with blind offerings. Sister, take it easy because if you don't come and reason and let the water in your head be removed, a day of judgment is also coming. A day of judgment is also coming. But if you honor, blessings are coming. Blessings are coming. Choose whom this day you will serve. Choose whom, what decision you will make today. Choose it. You don't acknowledge. You must acknowledge that I have a pastor. I have a church. You must acknowledge. That's why in Salvation Clinic, we give you stickers. It's not a charm. It is a form of honor. And you must proudly wear it. Proudly wear it. You have qualified as a doctor or as a nurse or as an architect. They all have associations. NMC is one, is one for the nurses. Architects have theirs. Doctors have theirs. They all have things that they wear. When you wear it, like a, a, a badge, when you wear it, everybody knows that mm, this is a doctor. This, unless you don't know. Soldiers. You see soldiers in their cars. They have military what? Something to show that I'm a soldier. If you come to Ghana here, you see fire service people. They have something to show that. So that when the police, when they are driving and even policemen see them, so oh, this is my brother. This, and they honor that. They put stickers. If you live in an army camp, for instance, they put stickers there. So that when you come, it shows that you can go through the barriers. But why can't you do that also? You think that it is too much to do that for your church? That thing that is actually giving your spirit and your soul life? The ones that rule, the Bible says that, look at the words that was used in Timothy. He said, those who rule over you, accept it, my sister. Accept the fact that there are some who are ruling over you. Just as physically, there is a king or a queen ruling over you. There is a president ruling over you. There is an MP ruling over you. There is a local councillor ruling over you. And you accept that. But you don't want to accept spiritual things. The carnal mind can never accept carnal things. It cannot accept spiritual things. That is your problem. That is your problem. But today, I am speaking the mind of God to you. And you better change. You better change. 
You better change. October is our month of honor to remind ourselves of these truths, of these laws. Hallelujah. Let the elders who who well be counted worthy of what? Double honor. Double honor. What are you, what are you so so disrespectful, so rude, so rude? You are not listening to the word of God. Because when it comes to pastors, you might have money. Look, let me tell you something. Our commission, Paul said it. He said, we make many rich, yet we ourselves, we are poor. We are not into this for money. We are not into this for money. That doesn't mean that we are begging. That doesn't mean that we are going to be beggars. That doesn't mean that God will leave us like orphans. He always supplies all that we need. But if you are, seem to be have more money than your pastor. So what? Calm down. He is spiritually still above, above you. He is physically, he is what? Spiritually above you. He, is, he has something that you don't have. Do you think that in a country there are people who are not rich? There are people who are richer than the president. Oh yes. There are, Donald, even Donald Trump who is a billionaire. The guy that owns Facebook Mark Zuckerberg is richer than Donald Trump. But the position of Donald Trump, that guy hasn't got it. And he is his president, whether he likes it or not. So let us stop this foolishness and give proper offerings that God is demanding, proper honoring. Don't bring lame honoring. Don't bring blind honoring. Don't bring it. Don't bring it. I'm watching, especially those of us that live overseas in, in the Western world. Ah, my heart grieves for you. My heart grieves for you. Because you are living in a Sodom and a Gomorrah. And it's affecting your thinking. It's affecting the way you see things. The way you, now everything you are questioning, everything you are, everything you are, you are, you are, you are fighting against. You are getting a mindset, a worldly mindset. Instead of faith, there is always doubt and question. And the doubt is manifesting in questionings, unnecessary stupid questions. Faith, most often, goes contrary to common sense. Because if you don't have faith, you won't give your money, for instance. It doesn't go to, it is not common sense to give. Because common sense says save. But faith says give. And when you live in a Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible says that righteous Lord was afflicted in his soul because he was living among wicked people and the way they were thinking was affecting him. Some of you, the way you are thinking, the way you, will, you, are, you are become, you are, you, you are being afflicted in your soul, your thinking is changing. That is why you now, you, you find it difficult to honor. Difficult to honor. Very difficult to honor. You don't acknowledge anymore. Some people even now, they are saying that they are attesting what God has done for them. They say, oh, it would have happened. It's just a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Keep on behaving like that. You keep on behaving. A time of judgment is coming. A time of judgment. That is why God is saying, if you are truly repentant and humble, come fast. Let us all fast. We are going to fast 40 days. We are going to go before God in humility and cry out unto God. And say, God, we have been so foolish. 
We don't know what came over us. You know, these are things that creep. Honor and dishonor, they, they creep. Dishonor can creep upon you. You might not even know you are dishonored before your head has crippled, has crept upon you. The law of creeping things. Some things just creep upon you. It comes gradually. Before you are aware, you have become that. It's like disloyalty as well. It creeps upon you. It does not start one day. That is why there are stages of disloyalty. Independent stage, passivity. Uh, uh, when, when they become passive, then offense stage, they, they independent spirit, offense state, passivity, then they come to the political state where they start getting people, then they, they, it becomes the execution, then it comes to what? Open rebellion. It creeps upon you gradually. You might not even see the differences of each state. You can move from stage one to stage six without you even not being aware. It's the same thing. This honoring, it creeps upon you. Somebody that you used to hold your pastor that you used to hold in high esteem. Now, when you see him preaching, it doesn't move you. When you see him call, it doesn't move you. The church, anything about the church, you are not interested. And you know why? You know why? It's because your Christianity is prayerless. Your Christianity is without the solid foundation of the word. That is how certain things like dishonor starts creeping in. It starts because the walls around you, which you must use to defend your soul, defend your soul against the satanic attack, the, the, the word of the Lord, the, the whole armor of God. And, and the last armor of God is a helmet, breastplate, belt of truth, sandals. Then the last one is shield. Then it's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You, you throw all these things away. And so you are without protection. So certain things begin to creep upon you. And those things that creep upon you include disloyalty, include dishonor. Suddenly you start, you, you, you are interested in hearing things. Suddenly you are interested in hearing lies. Suddenly you, you, you think that will cause you to become disloyal and dishonoring. Those are the things you want to follow. But if you are prayerful, you will see that you are not interested in those things. You are not interested in those things. So I want to tell you, I want to tell you something. Honor by acknowledging. That's the first step. That's the first step. Mark 7 verse 6. He says, these people honor me. Honor me only with their lips. They honor me only with their lips. Their heart is far away from me. You don't acknowledge anything. But honor starts, honor starts even in the heart. Acknowledgement starts in your heart. Purpose in your heart. That I will acknowledge the people whom God has set over my life to honor. I will honor them. And it starts in the heart. First Peter chapter 3, verse 15. Read it for me. First Peter chapter 3, verse 15. Write these quotations down because of time. Write these quotations down. Chapter 3, verse 15. It reads. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you. Sanctify the Lord God where it starts. Honor the Lord God first. You see, when you have a sanctified heart, mm. what comes out is honor. A heart of honor. That's what comes out. You just honor. You just honor. You just honor. Sanctify. 
So understand, when you find yourself dishonoring, it is a heart problem. It's a condition of your heart. Your heart has become sickened. There is, your heart has become puffed up. Your heart has become stony. Your heart has become very, very proud. You are having the heart like Nebuchadnezzar. Sanctify the Lord. So, you have to make sure that you honor. That's the first stage of honor. The second stage is what? When you, when you honor, when you say practically, we are going to practice it. So practically now, start acknowledging. Start acknowledging. Number two, practically, when you say you honor somebody, you listen to the person. Some of you now, you, you have gotten to the point to say that, I don't need to tell him. I don't need to tell the pastor. I don't need to tell the pastor's wife. I don't need to tell this pastor. I don't need to, hey, sister, take it easy. Take it easy. Remember when you didn't have anything. Remember, these were the same people that you used to what? You used to go to and tell them everything. And their prayers has now brought about an elevation in your life. Now you think that you have arrived. You don't listen. Some of you don't listen to the preaching. There are some of you, since the coronavirus started and we stopped meeting physically in churches in the UK, you have not even been on one online session, not even one. You are too big now. You don't need to listen to us now. Carry on. Please, carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Are we still not eating? Are we, have we died? But we, you see, our prayers are still carrying. But now, God says that everybody must come. Come individually. After these 40 days, I don't know. I don't know for you. I don't know for you. If you honor somebody, you listen to them. When you stop, on, when you stop honoring, you stop listening. You can no longer be advised. You can, when a wife stops honoring the husband, he stops listening. He stops listening to the husband. He thinks that, suddenly she thinks that I know more than my husband. If you knew more than you would have been created a male. If God wanted you to be the head, you would have been created a male. Humble yourself. Humble yourself and stop your nonsense in the marriage. Humble yourself. You stop listening. You think you are wiser. You think you are more educated. You think you know more. You think you know more, so you stop listening. You, when you, and you are not just, you are even poisoning children. Your children even now to dishonor. God have mercy on you. God have mercy on you. When you honor, you listen. When you stop listening, you are dishonored. You have become like Satan. Satan is the father and the children of all those who are proud and dishonoring. Read it in Job. Is the father of all those who are proud and dishonoring. See, pride is the, is, is, is the reason why we dishonor. You become too puffed up. I don't need to do this. I don't need to, I don't need to talk to them. I don't, need, I don't need the church. I don't need this. I don't need God. That was Satan's mentality. Why would he leave heaven? I don't need God anymore. I, anybody that is telling you leave your church, leave your pastor, don't talk to them, don't do this. He's a devil with a nice angelic face. Behold, the angel that he said, Behold, even Satan has transformed himself into an angel of light. So that sweet looking face, sister, is a devil that is telling you, that is dealing with you, and you must treat him exactly like a cast him out of your life. Don't entertain people who dishonor and who are trying to encourage you to dishonor the people whom God wants you to honor. 
Satan is the father of all those who do that. Hallelujah. So, listen. When you honor, you listen. Have you stopped listening? Have you stopped listening? It is, you see, one of the ways that we communicate, because is, listening is about communication. So, I'm, as I'm speaking now, I'm using words to communicate to you. But I can also use written words to communicate to you. On social media platforms like our WhatsApp groups, some of you, you, have, you refuse to comment. You simply, you are too big for your own, you are too wise in your own eyes, too big in your own eyes. You don't, you, it's like I see, we are nothing, the church is nothing, God is nothing, the things of God is nothing. I don't need to respond to it. You are too proud. You are too proud to even acknowledge that, hey, mother, look, people who honor her, they are the ones that every post you see them, you see them responding. It's the same people. It's the same people. And God is saying that I am tired of this kind of dishonoring. I am tired. So everybody must come individually. Husbands must come individually. Wives must come individually. Children must come individually. Come and let us reason. If you refuse to do it, it's, it's your own hala. It's your own hala. You say I'm your pastor. When was the last time you even responded to anything I put, on, I put there? When was the last time you responded to anything? This is a communication. I, I, I want you to listen to the, I want you to, I want you to get some information. But you don't even respond. You are too proud and arrogant. Yes. When, like in church, there are some people, when they come to church, they come to sleep. You are supposed to be listening, not sleeping. Like right now, if you are doing something that is taking your attention, you are, dishonor, you are dishonoring me. You are dishonoring the anointing. The Holy Ghost that is upon my life, you are dishonoring it. You don't think it is important. You don't, because if it is a very important call, you will stop whatever you are doing and listen. And because you don't honor. Because you don't, see, you don't honor anymore. So I'm showing you practically what we are doing wrong. And even, even as I'm speaking, you are giving excuses. Your heart, there's wickedness in your heart too much. There is stubbornness too much in your heart. You must repent from this wickedness. The Lord is saying to you this afternoon, repent. Calm down, sister. Calm down. Repent. Repent from this wickedness. Repent. Paying attention is a form of honor. Paying attention. As I'm talking to you, if I am something in your life, if you feel, see me as a pastor and you will give me double honor, you and your children will sit down and listen. What the nonsense you are there doing, thinking you are honoring. You are only who me? God can see. He has blazing eyes, eyes of fire that can see through every wall. Distance is not a barrier for Jesus Christ. Distance is not a barrier at all. At all. He can see what is going on in your house now. What are you doing even on Sundays now? Taking more shifts. Stage two. When you honor somebody, you listen. You pay attention to them. When you honor somebody, you are impressed with the person. You choose that I'm always with. Ah, like, like people who honor, you see them. I love this pastor. I love, I, love, I love this preaching. I love this. You see the comments coming. But when people become familiar, when people become dishonoring, they don't 
They are not impressed. You can cut your head off, they will still not be impressed. Wicked people like Jesus Christ. They killed him. He, he sacrificed his soul and his body. And still, they were not happy. They were not happy. Wickedness. 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 Not impressed. Not impressed. Not being impressed. See, somebody you honor, always, everything about the person is exciting to you, is happy. You, you, you just want to be part of it. But when you start dishonoring, you see that you are not impressed by anything the person does. You become rude. You become arrogant. You become boastful. You, 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 you have a certain stance against the person. So, are you honoring? I am showing you. Do you think you are honoring? Put what we are saying. Don't say that it's about that sister. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. And I'm talking about you. You that is watching and listening. You that will watch afterwards. You know, there are some people, when we are doing live program, because of their pride and lack of dishonor, they won't come and watch. They don't want to be seen as if, oh, we are watching. Oh, shame unto you. Shame unto you. When you come back to watch, after their life has gone off, and you come back to watch, I say, shame unto you. Shame unto you. Shame. You are too proud. And you come to watch not because you honor. You come to watch so that you get things to go and talk foolishness about. But the curse of the Lord is upon all those who are doing that. The curse of the Lord is upon them. Hallelujah. So, stage three. I have a few more minutes. Stage three, if you say you practically honor, if you honor practically, first one, acknowledge. Second one, listen carefully. Say, hear ye him. This is my beloved son. God went at an extreme length, supernaturally, to let people know that this is the person I want you to honor. Hear ye him. Listen to him. Hear ye him. There was no reason why God should talk from heaven and thunder, but to emphasize the importance of the law of honor and to honor the one that he has sent, he made it extra spectacular. That was it. But did the people believe? No, they killed him. Oh, Jerusalem. Oh, all that shot. Oh, Fambra. Oh, wicked people that kill your prophets. Kill your prophets. Kill your prophets. So, listen carefully. Number three. When you say you honor somebody, practically, you have to adjust yourself in the presence of the person. In the presence of the person. And Joseph is our example here. When the Bible, the Bible says that Joseph, Joseph, I think in Genesis 41 verse 14, Joseph was in the prison. In the prison, he's with, he, he, he was with his colleagues. He had a beard, he had dirty clothes. It's fine. But as soon as somebody that he was supposed to honor called him, the Bible said, read it for me. Genesis 41 verse 14. Genesis chapter 41 verse 14. It says, Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And he said, uh -huh. change his clothes and came to yeah. Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said he, to Joseph. He was. And he changed his clothes. He shaved. He shaved himself, changed his clothes, and came to Pharaoh. 
Pharaoh deserved that honor. Pharaoh deserved that honor. See, this is where the tradition of wearing your Sunday best comes from. If you, somebody that you say you genuinely honor, you will adjust yourself properly. There are some people when they come to church, half of their breast is showing. What, what kind of nonsense is that? Half of their breast is showing. You are wearing miniskirts, whatever, things that are too revealing. You don't adjust yourself. You don't adjust your behavior. Look, one of the ways, apart from your dressing, he said he adjusted himself. He adjusted himself. So one of the ways, for instance, if you honor, if you honor me, you say I'm your pastor and I honor you, and I ask you to do something for me, you say that, hey, I'm blessed. For the man of God to say, you see me as a man of God, you say, I am blessed. I have been chosen by the man of God to do something. So I must go and adjust my timetable and make sure that I am able to do what he's asking me. But when you are a dishonoring person, practically, you would rather come and tell the man of God, can you adjust your time? You don't respect. You don't respect. You see, and these are the things that we are doing. That is why we are not getting our breakthroughs. These are the things that you, have start, you are doing now. You think you are, you are now somebody. You think that you have arrived. You think that you are co-equals. These are the things you are doing that the anointing is no longer working for you. The anointing that used to work for you powerfully. It's not because I'm not anointed anymore. In fact, I am even more anointed. But it's not working for you. Why? Check your life. Check your life. You don't listen. You come to church. You come for counseling. I advise you, sister, please, you cannot go and be sleeping with people. How can you say you're a Christian and you are letting somebody come and live in your living room, in your house, a man, a boyfriend, and you tell people, don't let anybody know. Don't let the pastors know. You are practicing weakness. You don't listen to us. So, in the, you are doing wickedness in the secret and you are not getting your request being answered. And you come and blame and say that we are not anointed. It's not our fault. Check, there's something that might be going on. Apart from those who are genuinely God's timing, if they are honoring and doing everything genuinely, then it is God's timing. But majority of the people, majority of the people, is because they are practicing secret wickedness and dishonoring. You sit in your homes and you talk negatively about, about your pastor. You discuss us. You discuss us. Like how the people in Mark chapter 6, they were discussing Jesus. It is an error for you to discuss the background. You think you know the pastor. Oh, I know him. I know that. I know this. I know his mother. I know his sister. Oh, why this? Is he not his sister? Is he not his brother? Why has this not happened? Why didn't... You discuss these things. Practically, you are not somebody that's honor. Let me tell you. And the anointing will not work for you. Like the people in Capernaum, it did not work for you. But this same Jesus, by the time they were in, chapter, in verse 56, the last verse, the anointing was on him was, was being drawn. People were drinking the anointing. People who honored him, he left the place that didn't honor him and went to places where they were honoring him in Galilee. And the, the, the anointing was too much in the end. He didn't even have to pray for people. He would be walking on the street and people would bring the sick and they are just being healed without touching him. Yes. So check yourself. Adjust your behavior. Start, start
start stop this nonsense that you think. Oh, if if I ask you to do this, oh, unless my wife does this or my husband does this or my sister-in-law he does this and that, and then I, I drop the children and then I do. Please, we don't want to know. If you honor somebody, the person asks you to do something. Yes, yes, thank you. Then you go and adjust your time because you honor the person. Don't come and ask the person to ask. To, don't come and ask your pastor, your, your apostle, your prophet to come and adjust his time to suit you. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Unless, of course, I mean, there are instances where it is, it is like, for instance, maybe, maybe I'm talking about instances where you have the option. Where you really have the option to not to come and disturb the man of God that you honor. Yes. For instance, your mother or your father, they are back home. They need some money. When they, when they come and say, oh, Kuyaku, or Mansa, or Paul, please, I'm struggling here. Can you help me? Don't go and be explaining things and explaining things. You try and adjust something here, some, something small that you can get. Just give it to them. You don't need to go and try to adjust. Maybe pinch yourself here, small, 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 and then say, Mother, Father, please, um, your problem, this is the little I've been able to do. Please take this when more comes. You know, you adjust yourself so that you can honor them. You, you don't, you see, honoring is not about meeting people's needs. The law of honor is not about that. Especially your pastors. You don't honor to meet their needs. You honor for your own spiritual survival. They watch over your soul. And the Bible says that if you let them do it with grudge, it is not to your advantage. I'm not, I didn't write the Bible. It's there in your Bible. Read it for yourself. Hallelujah. So, we've talked about honoring. Practically, honoring. You are supposed to acknowledge. Number two, you are supposed to listen. Number three, you are supposed to adjust yourself. Number four, if you say you honor Jesus Christ, receive the servant, or you honor somebody, receive the servants of the person. So, as a pastor, as a senior pastor, if I am not there and I send Pastor Boafu, I send Pastor Abraham, I send Mama, they are standing in there for me. Don't say because I am not there. So you will not listen. You will not acknowledge. You will not adjust your behavior. It's bad. If you honor practically, you need to also receive the people who have been sent to you by the person whom you honor. By the person whom you honor. And you also, another, the other thing about honor is that you honor a person whether he is there or not there. Like now I'm not in the UK. Are you honoring? When I was in the UK, the people of Ghana, the church, the branch in Ghana, they were honoring by coming to sit down in church. Full. The church is full. They come and sit down and listen to me on the screen. I'm not there. Would the people in UK do that? You come up with excuses. They don't honor. It's not, it's not, it's not privilege to them. They don't see that this is a man of God. I mean, we are all level. level. We, we are on the same level. And when your blessings don't come, you wonder why. Will you? Will, I always wonder, will, will the people in UK, like if it was reversed, 
Will you come to church and sit down and watch me on the screen? Will you do that? That they were not, the people in Ghana, they will come, sit down, and watch me on the screen. And you know, because of the way they wanted, what happened? Healings were taking place. I'm 6,000 miles away from them, but Jesus was healing them. Jesus, because they hear, somebody you honor, you listen to the person. Jesus was healing them. Even over, over the screen, deliverance was happening. Bondages were being broken. Yes. So, let me go over again. When you honor, what do you do? Number one, you acknowledge. Number two, you listen. Number three, adjust your behavior. Number four, you must receive the servants of the people who, the people who have been sent by the one you honor. Number five, whether the person is there or not, honor must still continue. Don't say because of coronavirus we are online now, so because of that, you have stopped honoring. You have stopped honoring. And that will bring me to my, my next point, which I want to be the last one because there is more, but I'm going to finish on that. Honor with your substance. Honor with your substance. Because you are not meeting physically doesn't mean you should stop honoring. I told you, honor is not about meeting what the, the person you are supposed to honor their needs. It's about your own spiritual survival. It is about the blessing of God coming upon your life. God says that where is my honor? Meaning that you must honor whether the person is there or not. And honor with your substance. Honor with your substance. Some of you have stopped honoring God with your substance. Some of you have stopped honoring God with your substance. Your, your offerings are not coming anymore. Your tithes have stopped coming anymore because you are listening to foolishness and it's affected you. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Read it for me as I bring my word to a close. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 9. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. It says, Honor the law with your possessions. With the first fruit Under of the all Lord. your... Honor the word that is used there. Honor the Lord with what? Your possessions. But I didn't write the Bible, please. It is important that you honor the, pe the person that you are supposed to honor. Honor them with your substance. Honor them with, you honor God with his substance. Bring what belongs to God to God in his house. And your tithe is a way of honor. Because your tithe, another name for your tithe is your first fruit. Another name for your tithe is what? Your first fruit, your first and best. And if you honor somebody, he says when the salary comes or whatever comes, the first person is there, the first thing to do is to take what you use to honor the person whom you are supposed to honor. Honor God with your first fruit, with your substance. Honor God and with your tithes. You must honor God with your substance. Don't say, oh, I give my tithes. Or I give my, my tithes, so I don't give offering. Or I give my tithes and I give my offering, so that is it. That is not the mentality of somebody that honor. Look, do you remember the story of the woman with the alabaster jar? It was not offering time. But this woman decided to, he knew whom Jesus was. He said, this is a great man of God. This is a God's son. God in our midst. And you know, when you honor in a certain way, it can become an everlasting memorial before God. She went and poured oil, perfume on, on Jesus Christ. Very expensive. It wasn't offering time. Went to give something to the man of God. When was the last time you gave something to the man of God? When was the last time? 
and you say you honor, you are only paying lip service. You are only paying lip service. But there are some of you too, a few of you that are busy also honoring, honoring. Nobody asks them that they are honoring. And those ones too, we will see their lives. We will see their lives very soon. They are honoring their secret. We will see their lives. Look, you must honor the people you are supposed to honor with your substance. Honor the Lord with what? Your substance. Bring your tithes. You, you should be now, eh? All that has changed is technology. That is it. Instead of physically meeting, technology allows us to meet now like this. Nothing else has changed. Your deliverance is happening. Your breakthrough is happening. Everything that will happen in church is happening. This is church. Why have you stopped honoring God with your substance? Why have you become difficult? Why do, do you want your pastors to beg you and beg you and beg you? I'm not going to beg you. I'm not a beggar. I'll beg you. You must know what you have to do. You must know what you have to do. Honor the Lord with your substance. With your tithes. Say, these people rob me. Say, how are we robbing you? How are we dishonoring you? In our tithes, in our offerings. In our substance that we must bring to you. In our substance that we must bring to you. The woman with the alabaster, she came to pour it and use her glory, her hair, to wipe the feet. What humility. Can you do that, sister? Will you humble yourself like that to a man of God? No. You are too arrogant. You are too proud. You can't do that. And when he was doing that, the Bible says that people like Judas, they started complaining. You see, anybody that is honoring, get ready because people will talk about you. If people hear about what you are doing, they will talk about you. Don't let it disturb you. They are the Judases, the people whom Satan has entered into them to kill the anointing and the people of God. So don't mind them at all. Keep on honoring. It shall be the Bible says that when this woman did that, it wasn't her offering. She would have brought her offering, she would have brought her tithe, but she came to do something extra. And the Bible, Jesus said something, said, wherever the gospel is preached, this woman will be remembered. There are some things that you can do, heaven will be provoked. And it's, not, it's, it's more than your tithe, it's more than your offerings. That's why it's basically, we do honor thy prophet. Honor thy prophet. Yes. You can't honor a prophet with boxer shorts. That is insulting. That. Why do, why do, are, you, are you the prophet's wife? Why do you want to do that? Will you give that to your boss at work? Yet there are some people that do all sorts of things. Sometimes you, you, you wonder. You wonder. You wonder. See, you don't know what I want. So the best way thing to do is that you must convert. If you want to honor in our days, your alabaster jar must be converted into pounds, into dollars, into cities, and come and honor. Don't use your tithe to come and honor. It must be a whole year preparation. And check and see what is going to happen to your life. A memorial will be erected in heaven. If you don't enjoy it, your children will even enjoy it. I am telling you. I have been in prophetic meetings whereby the prophet or the man of God will pick somebody and say, because of something that your grandmother or your father or your mother did, it has become a platform. So that is why all of you are being blessed. Yes. Yes. Jesus said, what you have done. That is why today, do you remember all the names of the apostles? No. 
but you, you remember the name of the woman with the alabaster. It's everywhere the gospel is being preached. This woman's name is being mentioned. May you get, may you get to that point where you can honor so that a memorial will be lifted up. Not bringing blind and lame things to say you are honoring. Don't do that. It's not by force, please. It is not by force. It is only by obedience. Those who want to obey God's word, do it and do it well. Adjust your lives. Adjust something. If you honor, adjust something in your life. So that you can honor properly. So as I bring my word to an end, I want you to understand. God wants us to reason. Let us come out from this this honoring sinfulness. And let us honor. So how are we going to humble ourselves? Joel chapter 2 verse 12. That was. We should come with fasting. We should come with weeping. We should come with mourning. Our children must be part of it. Even our animals must also fast. That is why a fast, a holy fast has been declared. A holy fast has been declared. For the next 40 days, we are going to fast. And everybody, listen to me. This one is going to be different. We are not going to do 6 to 6. We are going to do 4 to 4. 4 a.m., we will be there praying. It's going to be online. It will be physically here. We'll be here praying in the church, but it will also be broadcast to you. Morning, 4 a.m., Ghana time. That is also 5 o'clock in, in the UK. Morning devotion time. <clears throat> Come, get up. Adjust your life. Be part of it. I want everybody to... If you cannot physically come there, make sure that you are watching and participating for the next 40 days. We are going to weep before the porch and the altar and say, Lord, spare your people. Do not destroy us because you have become dishonoring. And I tell you, there is a great blessing that is going to follow. There is a great blessing that is going to follow. Will you be part of it? Will you be part of it? Are you going to get involved? Or you are going to say, oh, and my job, and my this. You start, instead of adjusting your life, you start giving excuses. Dishonoring people always have excuses. See a lazy person, see a dishonoring person, you will see excuses. You will see excuses. So my brothers and my sisters in the Lord, make sure that you participate in this corporate fasting. And this fasting we are talking about abstaining from food. You can drink water. But we are abstaining from food. Don't say, I'm, I'm fasting from TV. Although, all these things, every distraction, anything that is moving away, when you are fasting, you must move away from all these things. Naturally. It's not hard. So, I'll be teaching you about fasting, God willing, tomorrow, the first day of the fast. As the Lord permits. We are going to fast. Abstain from food. Do it according to your strength. But we are doing it officially 4 to 4. In the evening, whatever program that the church will do in the evening, whether evening reflection, prayer service, uh, meditate on these things, Thursday teaching service, Friday prayers, it will all come on. We will do all of it. So break your fast by 4. We start 4 in the morning with prayers. Midday will, there will be prayers. And then we break by 4. After 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, we are continuing with any evening program. Online programs that must come up, must come up. Everything will be as usual. 
And I want to assure everybody, this call to repentance, anytime God wants to bless his people, he calls them to a place of repentance. And after, after they genuinely repent, then blessings come to them. So genuinely repent from your dishonoring ways. Genuinely repent. Break the bonds of wickedness. This is the kind of fast that God wants. This is the fast that God wants. God bless you for joining us. God bless you for honoring and being part of this service. God loves you. He whom he loves, he rebukes. He whom he loves, he disciplines. I want you to bow down your heads so that we will pray now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word that has come. We pray that your blessing will come mightily upon your word to break our stony hearts. We come because, oh Lord, we know we have become very, very arrogant, proud, disrespectful, dishonoring. But your mercy will locate us. Now we pray, grant us new grace in Jesus Christ, mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. So we are going to, we are going to, um, uh, uh, have our our communion now we are going to have our communion now wherever you are wherever you are lift your communion bread up lift it up lift your communion bread up lift it up lift your communion bread up father thank you in the name of jesus christ we pray over the communion bread we declare it now becomes the body of christ we eat it as new strength for us for the 40 days ahead of us in Jesus' mighty name. The body of Christ. Eat it. Take your wine. We bless this wine by the blood and the name of Jesus. We declare that this wine now will refresh us. And in the strength of this blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, we will partake in all these 40 days of fasting in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Drink, drink your wine, drink your wine, drink your wine. Now receive the blessings of God. Father, bless your children, cause your children to rise up from mediocrity, rise up from arrogance and pride, rise up from dishonoring into a place of honor, a place of breakthroughs a place of distinction and excellence in Jesus name receive that blessing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord amen and amen and amen hallelujah so we will listen to our announcements before we we, we sign off and take our offering this is a service this is a service. I want you to understand that God is watching. Be honest. Send your offering. To, now it's very easy. You can just go onto Salvation Clinic International Ministries website and then you can give there. You can give there. They will put, they will, the, 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 the link will also be put uh, in the comment section. You can look out for it as well and give. It's offering time. So get your offering ready as the pastor comes to lead us to pray over the offering 
and then you give your offering. If you have your tithes as well, send your tithes. It is very important. You see, please, when you do this, all this salvation clinic now, we are having a church management software. Everything is being recorded. Everything is being imputed. So it is important for you to send evidence of your giving. If you can, send it so that the pastors can input it in our systems. Hallelujah. God, we are doing registration, online registration. We are putting everything in our systems. It's working now. So please make sure. I think Pastor Abraham has put a link there. So get your offerings, get your tithes. Do it. It is not too much. It's a reasonable sacrifice. Don't say, I'll do it next time. Do it right now. Do it right now. So we call Pastor to lead us in prayer.